Welcome to Co-Creation Station with Colin and Stephanie, a podcast about the law of attraction, the art of allowing, spiritual magic, and how to enjoy this strange and miraculous journey we call life. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now here are your hosts, Colin and Stephanie. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Co-Creation Station, the podcast where we talk about the law of attraction, the art of allowing, spiritual magic, the mind-body-spirit connection, and how to best enjoy this mystical, miraculous, mysterious, crazy, sometimes confounding, but always incredible journey we call life. My name is Colin. I'm a teacher, tarot oracle card reader, and I am also a singer and guitarist in the rock band Red Treasure, and I'm located in beautiful, sunny North Hollywood, California. My name is Stephanie Orlina. I am a transformational life coach, and I love helping people shift away from negative thinking, and I'm in San Diego, California. We want to thank you so much for listening and watching to this episode, uh, listening to this episode and, and watching this episode. Uh, at this time, we're posting a brand new episode for you every single Monday morning. We really appreciate you doing whatever your platform allows you to do to support the podcast, liking us, following us, subscribing to us, leaving us a comment, writing us a review. Uh, we love hearing from you every single time, and all of that helps other people find us. Each week, we start our discussion from a different jumping-off point. And this week, I think I had the thing that is going to be the jumping-off point, but it really came out of last week's episode. Last week, we had a fantastic discussion about uh, money and our thinking and thoughts and beliefs around money and how to make money seem and feel fun to us instead of like negative and being cranky about it. And one of the things we talked about in that discussion that I just wanted to do a deeper dive on is trust. We talked about how, um, you know, like, uh, I think I used the self example of a time in my life where I was completely flat broke. And one of the challenges was I was able to do some sort of law of attraction, art of allowing stuff about welcoming money in. But one of the challenges is that it did or was that it didn't appear, the money didn't appear the next day. You know, I didn't do my visualization exercise on day one and then day two, all the money came. <laughs> and so it was very tempting to like keep keep score or something, you know, like, oh, well, I, I visualized three days in a row and I visualized the money and I made the little fake check that the secret gives you or whatever, you know, and I wrote it out for the amount and all that. It's still not here. It's day three. Still not here. Um, it doesn't work. Yeah, this stuff doesn't work. Forget um, it. They're crazy. It so. We were talking about how, I at that point, I did a really great thing by stepping out of the present circumstances, shifting my consciousness to sort of a fictional future at that point, but like one where I was open to more money, I had more money, you know, and I was like really enjoying living there mentally. But then I also needed to practice trust for as long as it took for the money to show up. Yeah, that's when you said that last week's level, and you're like, you know, I just had to trust, like it was gonna be okay, like more was coming, and just I just that made me so happy, because especially to hear you use the word trust. Yeah. You know, and I'm what was uh, I have somewhere where oh I ha la la I always have so many different things written down, and uh, oh here it is right here. Faith is trusting in what we can't see with our eyes, yet mm. we know in our soul. Mm. And I feel like that's kind of what you were said, what yeah. you were doing when you said that in last week's yeah. episode, when you had that experience. Yeah. And um, and I like the word trust. And I love it when you remind me, and I actually reminded you last episode, uh, <laughs> but, but you usually remind me 
that if I have my personal vibration, my thoughts, my feelings, my energy that I'm putting out, it is aligned with wealth, with receiving money, with you know enjoying receiving and spending money, saving money, all that, then the, the universe, the law of attraction is not a practice or anything, it's a law. The universe has to bring me money. Like if I get my vibration right, there's no option of poverty. Like the, the universe has to figure out ways to send that money to me. Um, so it's kind of developing this like belief in that, you know, to replace this belief in lack and deprivation that we talked about last week. This belief that like I am forming, I am practicing every day, getting my vibration in alignment with my higher self, which is completely, which is connected to the big higher power universe, whatever you want to call it. And I am going to receive lots of money, you know, into my life. And if you just practice that and believe it as, as close to 100% every day as you can, and you don't have to get to 100%, but as much as you can, eventually the universe has to bring more money into your life. Yeah, because it's, you know, <laughs> we do this all the time with, with other things, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's not going to work out. Or um, this always happens. or Because yeah. we sort of have that belief, you know, that, and first it came as a thought, and then we mm -hmm. thought it enough that it it happened because law of attraction is responding yeah. to it. So then it, once it happens, it's a belief. And so yeah. we continue to say it, and it's like, it's the same thing. It's like, but in those circumstances, I'm working against myself when I say that. And so yeah. I, I was, so I Googled, um, I went on YouTube and I was, I put in uh, actors and the law of attraction. And, um, and one of them, it was Jennifer Lopez. She was being interviewed by some TV show. And she said, I use affirmations all the time. And she said this one, and I loved it. She said, I am now open and receptive to receiving all the goodness and abundance the universe has to offer. Mm. And I was like, Oh, I'm taking that one. I like that one. Yeah. So, you know, it's just about us. It's about me working on my behalf. Yeah. And when I, when I learn that my thoughts have energy and my, my feelings, um, attract things to me, my thoughts and my feelings attract things to me what am I going to do? Am I going to serve myself by thinking a better feeling thought and thinking about how nice it would be to have X, Y, and Z, or am I going to hurt myself and talk about it's not here yet. And I don't know why it's here yet, or I don't deserve it or no one else has it. And, um, and it's not that it's never going to come because when I ask it's given, it's just that it's going to take a really long time. And if I keep that up, I may transition out of this life. <laughs> and then in the world of all that is, experience it there. But I want to experience it here and now. You know, you just reminded me because last episode we were talking briefly. We, I mentioned like how some people have like the, there are these phrases that get passed around and then parents and you know, grandparents and uncles and aunts tell their kids these phrases and then they get burned into their mind as like a belief. And the one I said last week was uh, money doesn't grow on trees. The other one that occurred to me is what do you think? I'm made of money. 
Um, but you just said something, and now I've lost it. Um, there's another one that you just made me think of. Oh, shoot, I've lost it. <laughs> uh, what, were we, what were you just saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, that how I can speak against what I want. And so I'm like, well, where is not here yet? I, you know, it's not going to show up. I don't know what, how, no one I know has it. It's not possible. Um, why isn't it here yet? Mm. Not coming to you, huh? Okay. Yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> I'll probably think of it like 20 minutes from now or half an hour after the recording's over. But yeah, but I mean, it, I think the thing is like, we don't realize, I guess the point of whatever that phrase was is it's so common and people say it so often, just like my money doesn't grow on trees, you know, whatever. And we don't realize that those are thoughts that we, are, you know, like a lot of us agree with it as we're hearing it. We're like, yeah, yeah, money doesn't grow on trees. You know, it's hard to get money. And again, like if we just keep doing that over and over again, it forms this vibration, you know, it's a belief it becomes, it generates its own thoughts after a while because it's just a recording that just keeps repeating itself in our brains. And then that creates a vibration of, yeah, I, money's hard to get. I don't get a lot of money. I don't get the money I need. I don't have the money I want, you know, da, 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 da. and then the universe isn't like punishing you no, by saying like, it's just responding to your vibration. It's like, oh, okay, your vibration is, uh, money's hard for you to get. Okay, I will. And so then I, I need to ask myself, is that, is that true? Is that, or not true? Because it's, something is only true if someone's given their attention to it enough and law of attraction's always responding mm. and then it, it happens. Mm -hmm. And so I get to choose, do I want to make that true or not? By yeah. giving myself, by giving my attention to it. Um, and I think another cool thing is to look at, look at my past, you know, when you were saying trusting, oh, so when you were said trust, it's like, let me look at my past and where has something that I wanted eventually came about mm. or, or when have in that situation, you were saying like, you know, I just had to trust like money was coming, like I was going to be okay. Like, you know, yeah. And it's like, well, okay, look in my past and when has, when have things turned out for my, for the best? Like mm. when did I get what I want? You know, just like so many of us have examples of that. Like I remember, yeah. you know, several years ago, my mom was in a, in a home, in a private home and there were like five other residents there and, and it, it went really well for her for quite some time. And then the care started changing and it wasn't as good. And my sister and I kind of knew that she needed to leave, but we didn't know how she was going to be able to afford, you know, another facility that gave her more care. And, and long story short, she ended up having to go to the hospital. And I just remember, I just kept showing up and doing the next indicated thing. And I did not know how this was going to work. And, and then, um, I just kept doing the next indicated, you know, someone came along to help, gave me this information and that. And today my mom is in a facility where she gets all the care she needs. Um, it's, you know, she can afford it. Like just things that I never in that moment would have thought have, would have happened. It, my mom had so much great stuff in her vortex. I'm going to cry. She had so much great stuff in her vortex. And it was funny because there was this one situation where we were, we were at the emergency room. My mom's like out cold. She's just taking a nap. And I'm like stressed out. Like how is, and my mom was doing the art of allowing things. She's taking a nap. Mm. <laughs> if energetically she could have said, mija, 
it's okay. God's got this. Just chill out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I like to look at that and think never in my wildest dreams would I ever thought that my mom would be doing as well as she is and that her situation would be as good. That just in my human mind, my narrow thinking just could not go there and, and higher power took care of it all. Law of attraction, just it's phenomenal. So looking back on that situation, like, so I just, when I worry about things now, I just have to go Steph. Just trust. You don't have to know how, and it can all work out. It's amazing. Your that story, which is really powerful, um, reminds me of something I definitely practiced for a long time before I knew about this stuff, and I and I hear other people practice it pretty regularly. Which is, and it feels like it's so easy to do, and we don't know what we're doing when we do it. But I will still catch myself doing this. Um, and there's multiple examples, but I've heard people say things like, we're trying to find a good, um, you know, senior care facility for my mother or grandfather or something. And there just aren't any out there. And all the good ones are taken, you know, all the good ones are full. And so we're just screwed. You know, we've got to, we're going to have to put them somewhere we don't want to. And I, the thing that's tricky about that is, and Abraham talks about this a lot, like you can always find facts that will support like one side or the other, right? Like if you want to, if I wanted to prove, try to prove to somebody that right now in Southern California, it's impossible to get a, a, a new senior resident into like a great care facility. I could probably go on the internet in about 10 minutes. I could find a bunch of data from articles and reports and stuff and say, look, this is it. But, and, and it's not to say that those things are not true. Those are facts. They are true, you know? Like, maybe Southern California, like all senior care facilities have like a 97 to 100% occupancy rate today. You know, September 2nd, 2022. But, so I'm not refuting that. I'm not saying like, oh, you're just gonna magically do some new agey, hocus pocus, woo woo stuff, and then you're just gonna magically change that number. You're not gonna change that number. I think what we, for, what we don't realize though, and I didn't realize this for a long time, is that my life is the result of what I alone am attracting. No one else can create stuff for me. I create everything. I create my own life. The good, the bad, the happy, the challenging, all of that. I'm attracting it with my thoughts, my feelings, my beliefs, my vibration. So it doesn't matter how few beds there are in Southern California senior living facilities. The one I think a lot people, a lot more people will even relate to is blaming your financial situation on how the economy is doing or how your industry is doing right now financially. You know, I hear people say that all the time. The one that's really bad in Southern California, especially right now, and also the Bay Area as well, up in San Francisco, is, um, Rents are way too high. There's just no affordable place to live anywhere in, in San Fran or, or LA down here. or I, I don't know how it is in San Diego. Oh, San Diego too. Yeah, I just hear it too. all the time here. It's like, oh, rents are so expensive. You can't, you can't find any place. And the thing is, again, you can look at data. And yes, today, I believe it's true that the average rent and the average house price in Southern California and also the San Francisco Bay Area is like at a historic all-time high. 
with uh, doesn't have hard data, hard data on that yeah. one. Yeah. Facts, hashtag yeah. facts, not disputing it. Yeah. But your life doesn't have to, my life, your life doesn't, no one's individual life has to be determined by the current past or future housing market in some place where you want to live. Like if you, if I can, like if I wanted to look for a new apartment, right now I love my apartment, so I don't, I don't want to move, but. <laughs> um, but if I wanted a new apartment, if I can align my vibration with there is an amazing apartment out there for me that is that I'm going to love living in, that I can afford, and I can't wait to be there, I'm so excited to see it. If I can actually have my vibration be that consistently, again, none of that stuff we can find on the internet can stop the universe from finding. Absolutely. And, you, and the thing is... You trust. hear stories like that. Earlier, trust. Yeah. I'm just going to trust yeah. that it's going to show up. I'm, I'm just going to trust that I'm going to be led to it. Yeah. I'm going to trust that I'm going to be open to receiving the guidance. Yeah. Um, and, and follow it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Because, you know, oh, we have a good friend, a uh, common friend, and she always says, Oh, Stephanie, so God created the moon and the stars and the galaxy. You think that yeah. God can't do dot, 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 dot. <laughs> Fill in the blank, yeah. people, whatever it is. Yeah. Well, whatever the other thing is, that it's what I say about facts on both sides. Um, I know for a fact that at least one person in both Los Angeles and the greater San Francisco Bay Area found a new apartment today. I know that happened. I know it happened. <laughs> with, their, with their whole list of everything they wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Got their dream place. Yeah. yeah. Somebody and, did. And imagine if we talked, if the majority of us, even 51% of us, talked more that way. Yeah. It would be happening a whole heck of a lot more yeah. often. There's so, I, there, we have such a thing where I'm veering off the trust thing for just a little bit. But I, this is, it's something that I think gets in the way of us trusting is our, our culture has some sort of weird fascination with like math and statistics. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like really what's going on is just a deprivation belief somewhere. Like there's not enough. It's not based on math, but people use math and numbers and stats all the time in America to justify lack and deprivation stuff. Like it doesn't matter if they're looking for a job, if they're look. I've heard people complain in Los Angeles, like apparently, like somebody told me recently that there's some study that like there's slightly more single heterosexual men living in LA right now than there are single heterosexual women. Like, but it's like 51% to 49%. But then I heard somebody quote that and then use that as like, cause she was female and heterosexual. Like that's the reason why she will never find right now <laughs> why it's impossible because 49, 51. And I'm like, that doesn't, you know what I mean? But it's like, I think, underneath there we have these like core beliefs that just like I'll never find the right person but then our brain can go and find these facts that will justify you know well, the belief. Responding. So if I'm thinking yeah. this thought. Yeah you're gonna people are gonna come up to you and tell you the stuff. And all that, I yeah. have to all I have to do is think it for 15 seconds or 17, yeah. 17 seconds. Think it for 17 seconds. Law of attraction is going to give me another thought just like it. Yeah. And then I'm believing it. We'll see. Yeah. There's the evidence of it right then and there. Yeah. Um, 
but it all goes back to because I believe I had this thought that there aren't. So then, and then yeah. I keep talking about it and law of attraction is responding to my thoughts and therefore yeah. giving more facts, more experiences, more thoughts like it. So yeah, then I'm foobard. I love, Wayne Dyer has a great story of like whenever he, uh, wherever he lives, and I think he had a home in Florida and a home in Hawaii for most of yeah, his life. Um, but like wherever he happened to be, if he was out walking around or cleaning his yard or whatever, and somebody came up to him and said, hey, uh, do you live here? And he'd be like, yeah, and like, well, we're thinking of moving here. What are the people here like? Like he wouldn't answer like with his view of it. He would say, well, what are the people like where you're living right now? And, they'd be, <laughs> oh, and if one. they said, oh, they're great. They're super friendly. They're happy. They help each other out. It's just we live with, I mean, we're just surrounded by great people. And some of them might say, oh, it's terrible. Everybody's, you know, <laughs> selfish and they don't help each other. And they're just like mean. And, you know, everybody's just looking out for themselves. No matter what their answer was, he would always say, yeah, I think you're going to find that's really how people are around here too. <laughs> because the reality is, it's like, yes, different cities, states have vibes, culture, whatever. But the reality is, you, again, you as an individual are going to pick. Attract. You're going to, yeah, you, you, you've got an attraction picker out there that's going to select people based on what your vibration is. Yeah. So you could move to the happiest place in America but if your belief, core belief is people are just horrible these days, like they're, everyone's just mean and horrible. You're gonna find the two horrible. You're gonna bump. Your yeah, town. you're gonna go to the store, and the meanest person in town is gonna yeah. go to the store right at that time, and you'll get you'll have a bad experience that will probably get blown out of proportion and validate your belief even more. Right. And then going back to this trust, do you find? I think I find this for myself. It's when I'm in dire need pun intended <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that that's when i'm most like okay i just have to trust like i just yeah yeah totally no if i ever want something it's weird how if i want something a lot that's usually like usually the deprivation feeling goes along with that it's like if I can desire things. It has meaning, lightly. right? Is it because I? Yeah. Have, yeah. Yeah, I think it's I just I have it. a belief that if I don't get this thing or I don't have this thing, bad things are going to happen. So I really, really want it. But I'm not thinking about the good of having it. I'm thinking about, I'm really focusing mentally on the bad if I don't get it. But the trust, does it take, do you find that? Because in that situation when you gave the example that, you know, mm. you're like, I just had to trust. Yeah. Was it almost like your back was against the wall and, the, and it was just kind of like no op yeah. options? And so that gave you, that just gave you hope? Like, okay, then I have to, I just have to trust because I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, it was really, I listened to a lot of Abraham Hicks during that time. It was right, it wasn't right when I discovered her, but it was when I was like really starting to get into her. So I was like listening to at least one workshop a day on YouTube. And so I was really I getting. Recommend, yes. Along with our podcast. <laughs> yes. Um, so I was getting that new belief or new thought. Okay. Ingrained into my head day after day after day. So I was. So when the thoughts of like, oh, I don't have any money, and maybe, you know, 
then I would remember Abraham saying, oh, if you just trust the universal provider. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to trust that. I'm going to not worry about it. But also, the other thing that really helped was talking to people um, who were like-minded and who would remind me verbally, literally, like, you're doing all the right things, Colin. It's going to happen for you. You just have to keep trucking, which is another way of saying trust. <laughs> you know, keep doing what you're doing and just trust. Yeah. But I think the most important thing is both of those things, the Abraham workshops on YouTube and the other people, were outside my own mind. Because at that time, my mind was more full of negative beliefs, lack, deprivation, thoughts, and that sort of stuff. So it was literally like the way I sort of switched the channel was I'm going to put something else yeah. into my better. brain. That feels yeah. better. Yeah. Gary V, who I is a huge social media guy who I love. I have not I heard you follow. say his name in a long time. Yeah. I know. I, I don't follow him as much as I I still follow him, but I don't follow him as religiously as I used to. But he I love he makes a lot of videos of people who come up to him after he does his uh, guest speaking thing. Because he'll talk to people for hours sometimes after his official speech, just in the hallways or whatever. And there's, I've seen multiple videos where somebody just comes up and says, you know, young people who say, you know, like my, I'm trying to change my life, but my, my dad's angry all the time. My mom yells all the time, whatever. And he's like, he just says, find my stuff. He doesn't use the word stuff, but, <laughs> and he's like, put it on your headphones. And like keep it in as much of the day as you can. He's like, you need to put positivity in your brain. And it's like, if I'm the only positivity that you have available. Yeah. Like, put me in your brain as a, as much as you can all day long. I love that. And that's literally how I've done it. Like, I've done it through listening to Abraham Hicks, your coaching, which is a lot of you verbally walking me through. Th like, I'm on a mental journey, but you're verbally telling my brain what we're gonna walk through mentally. I'm not the one just going like, oh, let's go into my brain with all my old beliefs from childhood and see right. if any abundance comes out of that. It's like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> you know? Well, and for me, it was um, then remembering, like, there's something greater yeah. than myself that is working yeah. for my on my behalf. Yeah. And that, like, trusting that. Yeah. And not alone. Yeah. And then it's more like, just keep showing up yeah. and trust God or whatever your belief system is. Just keep showing yeah. up and trust that the universe is going to work out. Like you don't have to know how just keep doing the next indicated thing. And, and I think, and, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. And do all these other things. Like you were saying, you know, yeah. listen to Gary Vee, listen to Abraham, read yeah. uplifting stuff. There's a ton of it everywhere written, you yeah. know, audio it's out there. Look for it and find it because, um, you know, our lizard brain, you know, wants to shoot in all these negative old beliefs from God knows where that we've picked up along the way and it's not serving us. Well, that's the other thing is that trust really, when you think about it, like what is, what is the thought or the belief behind trust? And it, for me, it's really everything is okay. Everything's actually great, whether I can see it or feel it right now. And everything's going to be great. And the challenge that the lizard brain in our mind creates for us is that part of our brain is always looking for threats, dangers, and problems okay. to solve for us or protect us from or defend us against. And what you're, what you're really trying to do with trust is say, there aren't any threats, dangers, or problems. 
my life is great. Things are great. And the brain or kind of... Or they're good. Or they're good. They yeah. may not be great, but they're right. they good. Or they're okay. Like, I'm not in any immediate danger. You know, right, like, that's... Right. Like, it's... it's Like, even... Um, I feel like I watched a Byron Katie workshop one time where she was working through somebody's fear thought around money. Yeah. And she, she was sort of walking them through, like, what is... And I'm probably butchering this. My apologies to Byron Katie. But... Yeah. Um, but you know, she was asking, like, what's what do you think about when you think about money? And I think a lot of people think this. Um, the woman said, I think of myself homeless, out on the street, yeah. no money, whatever. And she's like, okay, let's go there. Like, let's go there. Let's, like, really get to it. And she's like, okay, you're, you're homeless. You've lost your home. You have no money at all. What are you going to do? You wake up in the morning. What do you do? Right. And she's like, well, I guess I'd go to a soup kitchen to get some food. And she's like, all right. So you got your meal. You got breakfast. Um, where are you yeah. going to sleep tonight? She's like, well, I guess I would go to a homeless shelter. She's like, all right. So you got your, your roof over your head. She's like, well, then I guess I would, um, you know, take advantage of some job seeking help services and try to get a job. She goes, all right. So then you'd have somebody, those people usually assign you somebody who's paid to work to help you find a job and it might take a while but you know all this stuff and you know like oh I'd go to the food bank and I'd get food for so I don't have to go to the soup kitchen all these things so it's like even worst case scenario I know because at <laughs> first I was like oh, homeless right and then you and then right. the more you talked and it was like oh yeah, yeah you'd be okay I'd be okay like like you wouldn't uh, be in immediate yeah. physical I die which I think you know like yeah. that would be the event the, that's the thing okay. it's like I think that's the thing that's so crazy about the lizard brain is that it had to develop the way it did for caveman, cavewoman oh, times yeah. because God. Yeah. we needed to be able yeah. to react to saber tooth tigers, woolly mammoths, you know, the other yeah, tribe coming over the hell with yeah, spears. Exactly. <laughs> but in but in modern life, if you really think about it, it's there are there are a few situations like you wake up and your house is on fire, um, or you go down an alley and somebody's get pointing a gun to rob you, but like. Even then, in the modern era, what the lizard brain does is not helpful. Like, if you wake up and your house is on fire, you actually need your critical thinking skills more than ever. And the lizard brain actually is just run from the tiger. You know, if you're getting mugged, you actually need to be very present and clear so that you can communicate to the mugger, like, take whatever you want. I understand. The lizard brain will be like, either just turn around and run or... (laughs) Or fight him when you don't have a gun, which is like both terrible ideas, you know. So I mean, there's just there's just not a lot of, you know, situations or scenarios where that lizard brain is helpful. But it's so powerful sometimes in our minds that it drives a lot of what we think, do, and say, you know. And it's but it's really reason to call it out then. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, that's what that is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because it's it's really like you just yeah like. And that's, but I think that's one of the trickiest things about cultivating that trust is that we, you know, by the time we learn about it, sometimes we're 20, in our 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and it's like we've had all this time of A, being programmed with negative don't trust stuff, and also acting out of the lizard brain where it's like, yeah, we're just looking for problems all day. That's what we do. Well, and I think looking back, like I said earlier, about into our past and, you know, where where have I been in fear before? Where was I? Where were things rough? And then they, you know, and how did it work out? 
Yeah. And, and then remember, like, oh, okay, this too shall pass. Yeah. You know, and, uh, okay, if it, you know, if it worked out then, it'll work out now. It will. I don't know yeah. how, and I don't have to know how. Most of the things that happen, I don't know how they were going to happen, and they happened, you know. That's another, I'm trying to wrap this up, as I think you are too, but um, <laughs> for a time, but that's another important thing about trust that can be a, something that can be a barrier is I'll trust as long as I can figure it all out myself. And that's not trust. Mm -hmm. Trust and is the universe is smarter than me. I need to worry about my, I love how Abraham says, get out of, what is it? Get out of uh, something based and get into emotions based. I forget what she, oh, effort. Get out of effort based thinking and get into uh, and get into uh, emotion based thinking because when we think about effort, like I have to do X, that's not that's not the vibration of working with the flow of the universe. But if you're in your feelings of like, how do I feel? Do I feel good? Do I feel grateful? Do I feel well, and it goes back to yeah. that feeling of appreciation. And what I yeah. wanted to mention with the last week's episode is like, how do I get out of that, you know, spiral thinking? Yeah. Like, look around. What, yeah. what, what can you be thankful for in this moment? Yeah. And just keep doing that. Even just yeah. saying the word thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just say that over and over again. Yeah. Shift, raise your vibration that fast. Yeah. Great. Fantastic discussion. Thank you, Stephanie. That was really Come awesome. Come up with a title for that one? <laughs> um, I don't have one yet, but I might have one right after we close. Uh, thank you so much out there in the audience for joining us today. We're so happy that you did. Um, we love you. Please remember that we are posting a brand new episode every single Monday morning. So if you subscribe to us on whatever platform you're allowed to, you'll get that alert every Monday morning and you'll get us right away. Um, we truly appreciate you doing whatever your platform allows you to do to support us liking us, following us, leaving us a comment, writing us a review. All of that helps other people find the show also. So you're helping the law of attraction, like spread the good word. Um, all, or you're working with the law of attraction to help spread the word, I guess is the right <laughs> way to say it. All our social media links and our email address are in the description and the YouTube video version of this episode. So you can see that there. Um, we wish you a very happy and very abundant week. And we look forward to you joining us again on the next episode of Co-Creation Station. Bye, everybody. Bye.